Hey, mates. Welcome to another edition of the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Daslo. Sitting opposite me and throwing shit at me is Carl Chandler. <laughs> G'day, dickhead. What is this, fucking year six? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought I'd interrupt you right on the hello and yeah, fuck the whole show right up. It was very good right off the Right, off the, right off the middle of your head. Yeah, it was very good. It was a good shot. Yeah. That, you, were you that kid in high school that just sat there pegging shit at people? Nah. Oh, I, I reckon that's incorrect. Nah, verbally, you were, yeah, not we, physically. Okay, were you a fan of chucking stuff into the ceiling fan? I was. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's the best thing of all time, though. What were your favourites? Clag. Clag? Yeah. Clag into the ceiling yeah, fan? Yeah, that, that was a game breaker. Oh, what, yeah. what, like a full tub of it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, we never did that. There was one portable at school that permanently had clag all around it because no, <laughs> no teacher had ever walked in and gone, oh, that, of course, someone's chucked clag into the um, into the fan and that's what's happened there. They've just walked in and gone, oh, I don't want to know what that is. Uh, yeah, that, that clag, when spread around, would look very questionable. Yeah. Um, our favourite was the metal ruler. Yeah. Dangerous. Mm. Shut up, whoever you Who are. Who was that? Who was <laughs> that, that mysterious voice? voice? Uh, our guest today is a comedian, fashion mogul, skateboardist, <laughs> radio identity. Um, um, cube gleamer. <laughs> yep, yep, keep going. Uh, what else has he done? Toucher of the void. <laughs> Teller uh, of truth. Skater and creator. Mm. Seeker of knowledge. Yep. Mad cobra. Full cobra. Old is this, mate. Is this all ringing true? Yeah, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Just tell us up. if we get one wrong. <laughs> uh, you're all right. Can I just make a, the dinosaur? <laughs> oh, we just told you not to touch uh, it when we start recording. It's uh, all right. It's going to be good. There we go. If you weren't it. already in here, I'd kick you out. What that uh, doesn't make sense. You, no, haven't no. My, you haven't said my name yet. <laughs> David Quirk, everyone. David Quirk. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling, David? Oh, good. We've been wanting to have you on for a little while. Mm. It hasn't worked out because we've been have... waiting. We've been waiting for you to listen to an episode of the show first, but <laughs> we, we caved. We caved <laughs> because you wouldn't do it. You expect too much. <laughs> I thought this might be in trouble when you walked through the door and you said, "So what happens in here? Yeah, How is there music? Work? Oh, you saw an iPod. Is, is there music <laughs> in this in this radio station? Well, I'm surprised. I don't listen because you've tried to send me the link. And You've tried. The, the, the link comes through. And he doesn't I, get the internet. I don't know how it works. I don't know. You're how, Amish, aren't you? I'm not cut out for this world. <laughs> <laughs> not meant to live amongst. The we have living. tried to get you in a couple of times before, and you've you've primarily been busy in your in your other life as a yeah. as a skateboardist. Yeah. What do you do? You sell skateboards. Sell as a, the old as a skeg pusher. Yeah. <laughs> Skate. Every time we call you, the Telstra woman is like, David Quirk cannot answer because he's too busy popping some mad ollies. Yeah. <laughs> i got nothing. <laughs> Good. What Three a, minutes in. Great, great. There's a warning up the top. <laughs> Stop downloading now. You've probably only got about yeah, you've, five meg better. at the moment, so just quit while you're ahead. Get some porn. Get something. Okay. Go yeah, I, work in the, I work in the skateboard shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Funny things happen there. Fast times. Can we say that? I don't know why you're allowed. Can we not, say that? On other radio stations. You can't, this is not a radio this station. Is a radio station. <laughs> Again, you're learning all the time, Quirky. <laughs> no one's listening live. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you don't even seem like you're really listening. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on how you weirdos work. Like, yeah. You've got a weird rhythm. I know. Talking you really to have each been, other. Yeah. Weird. How does... Uh, well, what, what, what do we... What are we what are you is this talk different? now. You talk now. Yeah. Say something. Yeah. David Quirk. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. Like um, a Pokemon, the only thing you can say is your yeah. own name. That's me. No, I, uh, yeah, 
I, 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 I don't know what, literally, uh, what you dum-dums do. So, David, yeah, in yeah. between your busy life as a skateboardist, yeah. a comedian, mm-hmm. a selling stuff to shop people, you're planning a Bucks night, you were saying. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's my most recent sort of, yeah. Pursuit. On, yeah. yeah. Entrepreneurial. Occupation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had to do it, you guys? No, never. No. You've probably never even been to a Bucks, Tommy, yeah? I haven't, no. No, I've not. not. How how old are you? 14. (laughs) You are. You're old enough to be my son. (laughs) What? I'm 24. Uh, 24? That's still old enough to be my son. How old are you? 30 in February. 30 in February? Wow. And Carl? 22? Uh, 32. 34. (laughs) Older than Mike Patton. Older than... No. <laughs> I think he's about 40. I've been listening to the Melvins. Anyway, that's an aside. But, um... Totally in the speaking, biz call, an speaking aside. Speaking of a guy that's not in the Melvins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cool. Uh, so, you're planning a Bucks night for one of the Melvins? Yeah. Uh, my friend, his name's Grant. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, what is he? Is he on base or... He doesn't... No. Just... Fuck you. All right. <laughs> You just sounded so disappointed the fact that your friend's name was Grant. No, he, he's a, the re- reason why I find it weird is because one I've never done it, and it, you you don't know this, Tommy, but you know Carl, you'd know if if you've been to a bar. Have you ever organised one, Carl? No, it's Carl, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you you know like you're always wondering about the guy that organised it if they've done a good enough job, and I'm going to be that guy a little. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I was the groom, I'd be yeah. That, yeah, because that would be really downer on you if you turn up and you you were just at some piece of shit and you're like, this is what you think of me? This is what you think of my big day? I don't think the groom is concerned because at least he's a close friend, so he'd put up with whatever. But there's right. these other guys in this guy. Like, as an example, we've got our old sort of school friends, right? We're all going. We'll be there, a few of us. Yep. He's also got – he does kung fu. He's like, you know, he'll kick your ass, this guy. <laughs> so I don't know any of these other men – from, yeah. from his other part of his uh, life. So okay. I'm worried right. that these kung fu guys, not going to kick my ass, but we'll be just going, oh, there's the guy that organised karaoke. I'm yeah. worried that they're going to kick your ass. There's the, there's the guy that took us all to the plaster fun here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so who, who gets, who's charged with the responsibility of organising the bus? I, I have, because my girlfriend... No, no, but I mean, in, in like, traditionally, is who there a Who put you set, in, your, in your position? I always well, thought it was the best man who well, I would have thought so, but... You're getting, far from he's the, getting the best married, man. I know, I'm very bad. He's <laughs> getting married in Vegas. So there's no best man. It's like, he's, he's covered in tattoos, you know, like trendy oh. sort of. Do you know yeah. the kind of guy I'm talking about? I've seen tattoos before, <laughs> yes. The a guy's going to Vegas, he's got tattoos. All right, lock that in. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> well, I can picture it. Everyone knows this man. Yeah. yeah, everyone knows someone like him. No, but my point is there's no best man, so I was allocated, you know, it's weird. Right. What are you, that, the second best man? He's, also, he's not having a best man. So oh, you would have been the best man? I, maybe. You're a surrogate best man. I don't know. I don't right. really... I, I, are they having a wedding in Vegas that you're not going to? No, I'm even going to that. Oh, right. We're going to the States yeah, in yeah, like right. two weeks. Yeah, yeah I'm going over that. That seems like a weird thing to have the, the... So what are you doing the Bucks do here? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have the Bucks do in Vegas? Well, because there's about two people are going to the States. Oh. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm one of them. It's a bit of a boner. Yeah, so we're going to um, you know, do what they do. That could be... Because I've been to Vegas and... I went there with there my go. girlfriend. He said it. Yeah, finally. I and uh, <laughs> I went there with my girlfriend, and we just walked around and we're like, you know, I'm hanging out with my girlfriend, and it was like such a waste of Vegas. It's the last place in the world you want to be there with your girlfriend. I was walking around just going, if I was here with anyone else, this would be awesome. 
So what does that say about you or men in general? Well, I think life? it says more about Vegas than it does about me, to be fair. It's just a waste of... Like, if you're in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with a diabetic, would you go, this is better or worse <laughs> than normal? Yeah, it would really... I think they're the two closest things that... <laughs> That's the first That's the best time... analogy I've heard. Compare. The first time you've made an analogy on this show that is actually, like, that makes sense. Really? Yeah. And, and very I funny. I pride myself on my analogies. You've made a few that have... That have Anyway, I'm thinking quick. So okay. you're ba- you are thinking quick, and quicker than I am today. That's for sure. Mm. And you're basically saying you're comparing your girlfriend and probably every man's girlfriend to, to Willy Wonka to just f- no. fucking shit, like ruining stuff. Um, no, the vibe I'm getting taking away fun. No, I wouldn't have said that. I would have just said that you know when in Vegas, don't bring your girlfriend. That's the old saying. I am bringing my girlfriend, but worse. And again, back to this groom. He is a non-drinker, no drug, no nothing. Oh, why that, is he going that, to Vegas? That is yeah. worse. That, I, my girlfriend will be a ton of fun compared to that. Yeah. Why is he going to Vegas then? Because uh, tattoos, you know. They, they, oh, what do you mean? The tattoos lead you there. Neon tattoos? <laughs> no. It's, it's just like... It's some, I think tattoos it's like, with poker machines in them? I'm going to make the connect, this connection. Tattoos and sort of, you know, slick back hair. Elvis. Okay. Then Vegas. I don't know. There's some sort that of connection between stupid. Them. There's those three things. I don't know. Do you understand what I mean? Is that rockabilly? Something to do with Vegas. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. really know. Trash, trashy sort of. Yeah, and probably imagery and one of those chapel type things. You know, right? Shotgun wedding. Where are you staying? Have you got your hotel booked? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what hotel? Uh, Can you say? Oh, I can't say it on the radio station. Yeah, right. <laughs> can't give away any. No, I can't, I can't remember. We can oh, call. What? Why, is why? it one of the big ones? Is it like the Palagio or is it the MGM or is it it's, the... It's where Grant's staying. Oh, of course. Well, that would yeah, be yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, who's Grant? No, yeah. Grant's the okay. groom. I don't remember. Why do you ask? Do you have a... No, I just wondered because that's what people always answer. ask. When I went to Vegas, people would ask me and there's certain hotels that are like the creme de la creme I of any hotel anywhere. If it's not an Ocean's Eleven, I'm not going to know what you're talking about. Okay. Is that the, your extent? Yeah. I went to an Italian-themed one. I can't even remember. The Venetian. Of course, I remember because they've been emailing me every week from then on. Um, well, you say you went there or you stayed there? Stayed there. Okay. And, Venetian. And you went there? And I went there, yeah. 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 It's hard, to do, it's good. hard not to do both, isn't it? Yeah, that's good. I'm glad we kept um, um Yeah, so I went there and it was like an Italian-themed sort of place and uh, on the second or third floor, there's like it's like uh, Venice and there's an indoor river like, moat. Like canal. Yeah. And the sky is painted... Uh, I mean, the ceiling is painted as a sky... And you look up, and if you look sort of vaguely, it really does feel, feel like, you're, like you're, outside. you're outside. And somehow birds have got in there through the lift or through the lobby or whatever. So there are birds on the third floor thinking that they're outside and trying to fly around. And literally, you can see them just walking around completely flummoxed and probably going to die on the floor. <laughs> like, they have got no idea what's going on, and it's pretty sad. This, to me, just kind of sounds like the food court at Chadston. Yeah. No, but see the sky, filthy birds everywhere. <laughs> oh, you have to. Oh, I have to go. I've been take, to High Point. Take your girlfriend when you get back from Vegas. <laughs> What's it? That's where I, I took. I went to a lot of Bucks nights at Chadston. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, I um, I uh, this is something I kind of wanted to talk, ask you guys about. It happened today. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I've got better I'm, things to do in here, recording a podcast. But uh, anyway, you okay? You go I'm on. not wanna, quite ready. I want to share. So if I if I told you guys the story, I've also talked about this on radio, and I've tried to put it into. Oh, it's going to be like a cornerstone of my new show. Just tell the story. Well, it's about the the dead dog and the guy stealing a dead dog. Have you heard about this? Just quickly before we get uh, to that, <laughs> you haven't you told us. Ready. You haven't told us what what are you planning for the bucks do? Oh, it's probably just going to be karaoke, and he doesn't drink, like I said. So. What do, and it's got to be a Sunday afternoon. What about a trip to the aquarium? Ooh. 
See the, see the hammerheads? Yeah, I mean, They've got hammerheads in there at the moment, don't they? <laughs> Do they? Yep. Um, what yeah, about you go and see Gulliver's Travels in 3D? In 3D. Yeah, that what, could 15 be. 15 men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kung, Kung Fu artists. Kung Fu artists. Kung Fu artists. Yeah, Kung Fuies. Five words. I don't know. Meet the parents, little fuckers. <laughs> Sit around a DVD. Is that in 3D? Uh, oh, I doubt it. Although, what isn't these days, am I right? Yeah, hey, mm. what a trend. Satire. Mm. Okay, so all that build-up just to tell us that you're doing A lot of things are in 3D, aren't they now? Yeah. Did I tell you the funniest thing we've been doing at work? Just no. as an aside. Go. Saying to customers, this is not like, we were, my friend Mark and I were reminiscing about This is at your skate shop. This is at the skate shop at Old Mate. Fast Times. Skaties, yeah. Fast Times. Yeah, Fast Times. Fast Times. Does Sean Penn ever come in? Say it again. No, Oprah did. Oprah um, didn't. She didn't at all, but <laughs> we talk about it as though she did. We used to we used to say to this is two years ago. We'd ask customers. We try and swear at a customer without them noticing. You know what I mean? That's pretty good. Like saying calling them a can I, I can I've already yeah, sworn a few times. Like saying calling them a fuckhead or a cockhead. Like oh hey how you doing that? Did you fuckers need any help with anything? <laughs> and we've done that oh, like a few times. And we were t- my friend and I were laughing about that, and we we're saying what's something else we could do? And we do do the cockhead bit. Do the other bits. It's the same thing. It's just go, hey, Cockheads, you need any help there? You just hope <laughs> no, that. you'd fudge that more. Do it again. No, it's like, hey, hey, hey Cockheads, are you uh, right with everything? Honestly, <laughs> you couldn't say it like I've that. Said it, you couldn't say no it like way. that. Like, away. Oh, hey, Cockheads, you haven't even merged that into something. You've just hung it out there to dry. <laughs> yeah, you just go, hey, Cockheads, uh, hey, Cockheads what uh, can I do for you? And they'll say, oh, just trying these on. Thank you. Right. The but, problem with it is, though, because it, it, you're, you're, just, you're just blurring the head. So it just makes it sound like you're saying fuck and cock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one You're word. getting rid of the least hey, offensive part of the word. You just sort of mumble it a bit, but you're still swearing at them. It'd want to be better than that. That's what we do. Okay, <laughs> this, I think this is better. We were reminiscing How's about... business going? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas was good. Um, well, it's not... Yeah, anyway. Um, but we were reminiscing about that, about how... Remember, we try and call... We try and swear at them, we'd say, right? Uh-huh. We did this the other day. Imagine I'm greeting you as a customer. Mm-hmm. We honestly have said this. To customers, families. Some we all, uh, you have to target the younger, someone younger. Often, what are those skate families? Or um, different the, like the skate groups. The skate partridge good. family. <laughs> we would say this. Hey, do you need a hand job with anything there? <laughs> <laughs> We've said that. You don't even blur it. We don't even blur it. that one. Like, honestly, yeah. we, tend, we tend to do it to. Last time I saw it done was to a group of Asian dudes, and we just assume that they won't pick it up. It's based on r- racism. Yeah. Yeah. But we sent it to a family as well. Yeah. Like, hey, do you need a hand job there or are you pretty right? And they just, either they, if they do notice, they just keep going. I don't know. Is it just because you put it in that classic shop voice? Hey, do you need a. Hey, mate. Hey. Need a hand job. What would you do if someone said, I'd love a hand job? You say, oh, what can I help yeah. you? You assume that they're. Drop the globes and I'll drop my pants. Drop the globes and run. <laughs> yeah. Drop those vans. Yeah. Um, Sketches. Put your cap on the right. But way. my friend called me out and he said, "What do you do if you do get caught saying that?" Yeah. And I said, "I don't know. I just I hope it doesn't happen." And he said, "You could say if they go, what did you just say? You could say, I said, do you need a hand? This is my job." <laughs> and my friend did that the other day. He did not. He well, actually, so he got caught out and he no, said he didn't that. get caught out. He just said that for no. He just walked up to a cu- group of customers and said, <laughs> "Hey, do you need a hand there? This is my job." <laughs> Like, with an exclamation mark at the end. Like yeah, a little good. Thing. This is my job. It's something you do, Carly. <laughs> I reckon that is almost weirder. 
that is much weirder. That's just juvenile, but that is bizarre. That's yeah. F- yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like, Carl, I would love it if that became your catchphrase on stage after every one of your jokes and the audience <laughs> laughs. You just job. go, this is my job. Yeah. After no, every single at joke. At the end of my gig, I could say, can I have a hand? <laughs> This is my job. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Are you on tonight, Carl? I'm not. You oh, are, though. Do so you, you have to say it. Do you want to say it? Yeah, you've got a gig tonight. If I could so... get a big hand. Yeah. This is my job. <laughs> yeah, if I could get a big job. hand. That's great. Yeah, I'll try it tonight. Yeah. Are you going to be there? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I'm coming. Are you going to be you on Carl? I mean, no, are you on Carl? I'm, I'm not on Carl. <laughs> You're not Carl, are you? Nor am I on comma Carl. That's funny. Anyway, but can I tell you this other thing about yes, the dog? Please the dog, do. The dog. <laughs> In fact, I insist. Yeah. Uh, there's a sto- this guy got back from overseas. Can I just say that you have the least momentum out of any guest we've ever had in here? Yeah, it's like I'm trying to write a show. They're always like that. It's just choppy waters today. I know. Well, I didn't expect this to be that crash hot. <laughs> I hope. Now you're blaming us. I don't know why you'd have any kind of expectations I'm, based yeah. on the fact that you haven't listened to it. You guys are good. You're good riffers. I... I, you know, I'm not very good at just talking just for the sake of it. You're you know? good. For, you're good for full stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silence is golden. <laughs> no. You're good for finishing something. Um, Gold boy. So uh, this. Uh, so for the 18th time, this guy got back. We've probably got to go soon anyway. <laughs> um, this guy got back from. This is absolutely true. Okay. Uh-huh. He got back from the United States. Uh, a friend, a guy I know, not really that well. He said, "Oh, hey, check this out. This um, this girl I was hanging out with in New York. She was." looking after her grandparents' house, house-sitting, and she was asked to look after the dog as well. Um, they had, she had a big, hosted a big party at this house. Have I not told you this girl? No? It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, hosted a big party. There was drugs and drinking. The dog that she was looking after got, apparently, got into a backpack, someone's backpack, and ate a whole bunch of ecstasy tablets, right? The dog died throughout the night. She freaked out the next day, saw the dead dog, realised what had happened, decides to take the dog like to bury it, like probably somewhere else, like go to her house. That way she could thinking maybe I can buy another dog or say it ran away, whatever, right? This is um, paraphrasing what I'd heard. Uh, she goes to get on like the subway or something. This is in New York. She goes to walk up some stairs or something. She's struggling with a few bags. One of these, like a duffel bag, ha- contains this dead dog. Um, weird, this man who she describes as like a nice-looking man, a reasonable-looking man, offered her some help. Are you right with getting upstairs or I guess Subway would be downstairs most likely uh, anyway a sub, bit of info Sub being <laughs> yep. underneath anyway uh, it's a good story <laughs> now anyway this so guy, you said she's in the Subway when's she going to start ordering a sandwich what's um, going on here that happens later oh uh, why would you interrupt Quirk when he's telling know. a story why do you interrupt <laughs> he's something bad he's got that bad. covered interrupt something bad with something bad <laughs> yeah. oh. possibly um, worse go no 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 but go I don't know what she had to eat that day. Go. She said, this guy goes, oh, do you need any help there? Do you, are you okay? She goes, oh, if, yeah, sure. If you could just help me down the stairs, that'd be great. She, he grabs the bag and then fucks off with it. So he was a thief and stole the bag. Anyway, and I, I thought that's a funny story. I'd retold it. I'd tried to put punchlines about, you know, what would have happened after that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since then, I've told someone else and they said... um, Oh, that happened to a friend of mine. And I'm like, oh, God, it probably is one of those urban myths. Oh, that's oh Jesus <laughs> What a pro. Christ. Take it. No. It would probably be good. No. Go. Okay. She, hang on, um, hang on. And don't go. You don't. You should leave that in, actually. Don't edit that out. Um, you probably edit this out. My anyway. subway comment was bad, but that's just downright. That's all right. Hey, Carl Jane, I thought I bothered to put mine on silent. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, you so you, so someone's told you, <laughs> someone's told you that they've heard the story from a different source, and then I realised that those two people sort of did know each other. So I thought it's probably still uh, the same story. Okay. And then today, this is months ago. Then mm-hmm. today, I got a call because I told this story with Sam Simmons. It all comes full circle on the radio a few weeks before Christmas. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be funny then. Uh, whatever. Um, I got a call today from someone at Triple J that said, "Oh, did you do a story on?" With Sam Simmons about a dead dog and someone stealing a dead dog. And I said, um, yes. And I'm thinking about trying to put it into my show. It's hopefully going to be a good part of my show. Mm-hmm. And he, I go, yes. And he goes, right, could you tell me the story? And I, I said, <laughs> oh, look, um, right, w- uh, what do you mean? Like, I mean, I thought it might have been some sort of weird urban legend. Before I'd told any of the story, he goes, I go, why do you ask? And he goes, oh, because um, it's been going around and I had, this same thing happened to a friend of mine in the UK. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it, and he goes, we're thinking about talking about it with Tom and um, Tom and Alex in the morning tomorrow mm-hmm. about urban legends. And I'm so, so I had to resign myself that it's probably some urban legend. Right. And blah, blah, blah. The weird thing was, the more I thought about it, when I t- this guy came back from New York and I said, hey, could you give me some sort of more details about that story that happened in New York? And he goes, no, no, it didn't happen in New York. It happened in uh, Sydney. And I'm like, oh, God. I speak to someone else. And they go, no, it didn't happen in Sydney. It happened in Shepparton. <laughs> yeah, so the so- subway yeah, in Shepparton. That's- yeah. That's right. very. I'm I'm fascinated by those kind of urban legends. That's disappointing when, because I like hearing a story like that that you love, and then having it. I had a similar thing where a friend told me that a girl at his work had had a party. So this is like the stories come from only one step removed from him. Mm-hmm. Um, she's had a party. Um, lives in a family lives in a big like mansion. Her parents go away. She has a big party. Um, it gets out of control. Um, a couple have anal sex on one of the couches, he pulls out, shit goes all over the couch, so the couch is stained. She cleans everything else up, but, you know, can't clean the couch. The parents come home, see that the couch is destroyed, and to protect herself, she said, oh, the dog came in and it had eaten something bad and shat all over the couch. Yeah, yeah. so she thinks she's gotten away with it. And then someone steals the dog. Well, she no, she came back, and the the parents had had the dog put down. As like a thing that oh, I right. so I heard this one and I went that is fucking awful and hilarious and I like told everyone and I was so into it being a real thing yeah. and then yeah someone from was like oh this happened to someone I know in Brisbane and told it back to me yeah. and then just my world came crumbling down well, you know, no, and then you also started thinking about that friend of a friend that had dreadlocks that found a big nest of redback spiders in there yeah, yeah. and then well, you I know what's weird is I was the dude. In that, that actually, I was. You fucked the girl. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite a scene, and I was the guy who killed the dog. (laughs) You're you're the girl's dad. But yeah, it is. I mean, I like any kind of urban legend or story like that, and people people always want to go. That's not real, and really get into you about it. But I. I always, the minute I hear something like that that is is pertained to be real, yeah. I'm happy to just switch off and go, you know what, let's just say it's real. Cool story. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah. As long as dogs are being killed and, um, <laughs> and spiders yeah. are being found in men's hair. And as long as there's a man with a hook out there on the loose, <laughs> that's all that matters. There's one other one I'm thinking of. Oh, I, just don't. I was disappointed not to see that. You know, the, the guy in... The dreadlocks has been running around the Oh, James the Silver. Yeah, I was disappointed I didn't see him when I found out that he got caught the other day in, in Richmond. Richmond yeah, and I'm yeah. like, that was right on my tram route. Like, I'm a bit disappointed I didn't you, see you him. You were reading the articles, how, how yeah. absurd they were. I'm yeah. not familiar with this. What's going oh. on? Really? Yeah. You didn't, you didn't follow this? No. Nah. This crazy guy, you'd know his face if you saw it. Mm. Crazy guy with dreadlocks, and there's something a bit wrong with him, but he's been on the loose. He's schizophrenic. He, yeah. He and attacked how, what, the police what, what, officer. Do you know him or I'll just make no, no, no. a quick, no. A, a little inroad. Yep. That guy that 
does says the hand job things that I work with. Yep. He went to school with this guy. Right. They're both thirty two years old. And he was found out in Healesville. Right. Yep. And he was covering thirty kilometres a night. So he was some bushman. Like he's not even a bushman. Yeah. Just... Could, no one could catch him. What he was doing was he was running through the bush and he was covering thirty k a night. And he was like really fast. And the police reports that night would go, "Oh, we nearly caught him again." But then he just ran away from us. What? Yeah, like it was idiotic. It's very funny. He was uh, in like, bare feet as well. It should be pointed sounds out. Sounds like that... a modern day road runner and wily coyote. It was like um, fugitive. You it know, should right. be pointed out that but the like reason the retarded why he was fugitive. running, right? The reason why he was running is he stabbed a policeman eight times. Okay. But apart from that, he wasn't. A f- it was a feel violent. good story. Apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny. He was apart everybody's from that. friend. But, yeah. uh, but he was like a little road runner. Yeah, but with the stab, angry, <laughs> <laughs> with an acme knife. So, yeah. So they so they've caught him. Yeah, they've, they've caught him, him, but they caught him in Swan Street, Richmond, right? In a Seven Eleven. Right. And it wasn't so... before they caught another guy that looked exactly the same. Oh, really? They, yeah, another dreadlock guy. They thought, we've got him. We've got Jimmy De Silva. They started calling him Jimmy. Oh, they got well, real like, familiar. Yeah, it was weird. And then they realised that this wasn't, in fact, Jimmy De Silva. He had all the dreadlocks, the hair, everything. This he was, was covering 30k a night. That's a joke. Was... And then they realised it wasn't Jimmy De Silva because he was wearing hiking boots. That's and I, funny I, to be... And so what, this that's all was... you need is a disguise to put shoes on. And they're like, <laughs> this story doesn't check out. Let him go. No, in the article actually said, we've, now, we've never seen Jimmy. De Silva wearing hiking boots, so we know it's not him. And they let this other guy go. <laughs> so I'm the not police, kidding you. The That's police sketch artist <laughs> just focused on the feet rather than the head. Pretty much. <laughs> it's an amazing story. I, I encourage anyone who has bothered to listen this far into it, uh, into this podcast, to look up the Age website or something and find out about James De Silva. Yeah, a lot of people would know. He's got a, he had a crazy headshot as well. So it, it was all over the place. Yeah. I don't know how this is... Um, how this has bypassed me. That's funny, though, to be covering 30K in a night and then get done just in a 7-Eleven buying yeah, a Slurpee. they said he was uh, he had a sweet tooth, so mm, he, was to the, he would nearly <laughs> get caught all the time because he'd just go into a shop and, like, be crazy. And everyone knew who he was because he was barefooted, as, you know, they'd seen the identity kid, and the dreadlocks. And then he was just, like, stealing Caramello koalas. <laughs> yeah, that's literally true. He'd break in and steal them. And yeah. Then the people didn't... They could barely tell it had been broken into because hardly anything was missing except for maybe a Kit Kat. Yeah, a few redskins like... red going, but nothing... And that's, they didn't recognise him at first because he had, like, a pair of those, like, lolly teeth in. That was his big disguise. <laughs> yeah, it was that's... a good story. It was pretty... Is he from Maryborough? Because this sounds he does sound suspiciously a bit like, like a story that you would tell yeah. from your hometown. yeah. Hey, we, we've talked on the show before about uh, Carl's stories from his small town. You're, you're from a, you're from the country. Yep. You got any got any stories of weirdos? Or I imagine you would be the weirdo. Yeah, yeah. And there's Thanks. other people from your town. How many people in your town? Mate. How many people in your town? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but I can tell you roughly like what there is in the town. You know? Yeah, I wasn't looking for an exact. <laughs> there might be there might be a thousand. I don't know. It could be okay. It could be five hundred. It could be two thousand. I have no. Do you idea. have a main street? Like how many, yeah, yeah. How many like, blocks? There's, there's the like a, there's a post office. There is a you know a post office within you know a milk bar, right? Where you break in and steal your kick to keep you going. Yeah. There's a pub, and there's a general store. That's about it. And oh, that's ski, it. And really? a ski hire. Yeah, so it's small. That's small. small. Yeah. And ski hire. Just well, the it's basics. Amount, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do well. How far are we broadcasting? We're just going just outside this room. Like, how many people would this go around Everyone the world? Everyone who listens to it has to come into this room. It's on the right internet. Now. It's on the internet. So that's worldwide, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of countries have it now. Well, <laughs> at what age did you move to Melbourne? I was seventeen. Okay. Yeah, and I, my birth, my eighteenth birthday was like two weeks later. Oh wow! Oh, you know that big me. one? My th- no, it wasn't at all. I didn't even drink back then. <laughs> you said before that you didn't drink. When did you start drinking? 
Mm, I was sober at my 21st. Wow. So I didn't, yeah, probably late, yeah, maybe 22. And what, your straight and edge? A, and Is that straight edge? I coincided with the straight edge thing, but, you know, I'm not a straight edge guy. I what pushed was. you over the edge? What made you start drinking? What made you blur those edges? I was just bored one day. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I was just bored. And I remember saying to this guy who was at my house, this bogan from Geelong, I said, I wonder what it feels like to be drunk, right? I was 22. <laughs> and then he goes, it, then it was like just, it would be like saying to you guys if I didn't drink now, it's just like, what? Oh my God, we've got to get quick hammered. And so, and I didn't, I didn't have quite a taste for beer. So I had, um, he filled me up, and now I regret this, he filled me up on, um, you know, bourbon and coke and stuff yeah. that I really hate now. Party. Yeah. And um, girly, you know, those lolly water top drinks. and UDLs um, and cr- yeah. cruises and breezes. Passion and pop. Mm, that sort of stuff. Yep. Stone's ginger beer. And now, yeah. The I hate drink. that. That's that's something I drank when I was 16 and now it's like you cannot touch Stone's, that how do you drink it straight? Yeah, Stone's ginger beer. That's what Bond uh, Scott Stone's died drinking. ginger wine. Yeah. That's Bon Scott. Oh, really? That's what he apparently died, choked on. Really? That night, yeah. Well, I, could, I can see how someone would choke on it and die, but... <laughs> but not Bon like, Scott. Yeah, not him. I've, oh. never, I've never heard of it. Really? Does it really? still exist? It's cheap. Yeah, it's still around. It's, like it's a- cheap and it's atrocious. Right. It's a real passion pop. Did you drink passion pop? Or did people, no. You know, what did no. you drink when you were 16, like last week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on your birthday. See, let me see if I can remember. Um, what did I start drinking? Oh, I think the Woodstock's. It's yeah. and Coke. Is that what you will drink on your 16th? That's what I'll drink on my 16th, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hanging out at a park, getting, a, getting older kids to buy you alcohol. Woodstocks, yeah. I, I, um, we had a lot of times where we, you know, the classic, you'd drink in a park and you'd get, you know, whoever outside the bottle shop to buy booze for you. And I always had this thing, if I ever got asked to buy it for younger people, I'd do it. And I was walking past the bottle shop near my house once and there was a group of kids out the front and they were like, excuse me, mate, can you go in there and get us a bottle of Father O'Leary's Velvet Cream? And I went, <laughs> I went uh, all right, kids, I'll do it. Who's a... And then, so one of them starts to give me money and then one of their mates goes, ah, look at him, he doesn't look like he's 18. He's not ah. fucking 18, is he? <laughs> I went, do you want your beer? Do you want your booze or not? And they're do like, you want your Velvet and Cream? one of not? them goes, show me your ID. Kids giving me money. Carded by fifteen-year-olds. That's by fifteen-year-olds in the park. That's awesome. Yeah, and I just went. You know what? The deal's off. And then (laughs) I walked off. And then they were yelling at me, going, "Fuck you, you fucking (laughs) asshole!" And I'm like, I became what I hated. And I'm like, like, "We'll see you back at school, mate. (laughs) Fuck you, young man. We'll come down to the little school (laughs) and beat you up." I used to, because I used to do, I always used to, you know, when you'd ask people to buy booze for you and they wouldn't, we'd always used to, fuck you, man. I went, I'm never going to be that guy. And I'm not going to. so wrong. It's all backwards. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt a lot. (laughs) Little young man. (laughs) Little Tommy. Take it as a compliment. I guess. You know. I guess. You know, you can still be insulted by the youth. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can't really take that as a compliment. You don't look a day over 16. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hey, what about this? Um. Last night, mm-hmm. uh, I may get in trouble for saying this, but anyway, uh, does this does this show go out? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, last night, my girlfriend went. Uh, she popped out, and I said, "Oh, what are you doing popping out?" She goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to um, help my sister prepare for a date." I went, "Oh, yeah, okay. What? Wh- how do you how do you help someone prepare for a date?" And uh, she said, oh, I'm going to go and, you know, help her design her outfit and, you know, talk about what she's going to do on this date and whatever. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. Like, what, what, what sort of is date? she older or younger? Older, older. Yep. So she's like late 30s or something. So apparently she needs help preparing for a date. Um, so <laughs> she met someone on the internet. Might be and, why she's single. She needs all this help. Yeah. 
She met I think someone. That's kind of what was implied by uh, Carl's tone. She met someone no, I, you know. on the internet, and uh, so they'd been talking back and forth and whatever, and that, that's how things work these days, I guess. And um, anyway, so my girlfriend goes over, helps her prepare. She comes back, and sort of my girlfriend's like, gee, you know, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, I hope it goes well. You know, I'm going to ring her after the date. You know, they're going to go on this date about 8 o'clock, so by about 10, 30, 11, hopefully I'll get a call. And, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be exciting. I'm really excited. And she was actually quite revved up about it. I'm like, okay. So anyway, she gets a call at 9 o'clock and she goes, this is not a good sign. So she answers it in front of me. So I just hear one half of the conversation, obviously. And uh, she's going, oh, what, what happened? What are you ringing me at 9 o'clock for? What? You... Okay. okay. Okay, calm down. Calm down. All right, don't don't go crazy. All right, what? Just slow down, slow down. What happened? What? No, what happened? Oh, what? What an arsehole. Oh, what an arsehole. Oh, what? What an arsehole. So the story had gone that he just rocked up and sort of had a look at her and gone, okay, no, I'm out, and just gone. Look, I'm just going to go and whatever. Oh my god. Yeah. Whoa. Really full on. Yeah. And so she's really upset about it, obviously, and I can hear my girlfriend trying to, you know, um, calm her. And whatever, and she's like, "Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Look, it probably is just because he wasn't attracted to you at all." (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like shaking my hands and jumping at her, going, "Do not say that! Like that's Uh, like that's the only. It's not like don't worry. That's the only thing you worry about. That's all it is. Just a little hiccup. That's all it is. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's just that." Someone has been so repulsed, repulsed in the one second that you've spent together that they've left. Yeah. You're, Don't just, worry, you're just awful is, in every way. Yeah. Not a big deal. Don't worry. There's no redeeming features yeah. about you. Don't worry. People <laughs> on the street see you and don't want to meet you. Jeez. <laughs> good on her. Why good on her? Okay. <laughs> Fan stupid. I... She's a truth teller just like one D quirk. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Good You're... old truth. Yeah. Truthy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy, Carlos. That's it's yeah. not good. Tell me what you're talking about this one. So I went to a concert last night with my girlfriend. Oh, uh, the Rapture? No, the uh. National. Oh, same thing. And the National. Well, um, I, it was a it was a Christmas gift to her. I bought two. I, I did the thing where We've I covered bought this on the show. We've yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there's there's more to the saga, but it's still. It's still kind it's still of ongoing. it's still unfurling even after the gig. Oh, I'll look, I'd I'll, know if I'd listened, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll talk about it more later when it's when it's all okay. resolved and there's actually a full story there. Anyway, so we go to the concert last night and um, the, you know that that part was fine. Uh, we had good seats. The concert was really great. And what's where were we at with it though? What do you mean? You, oh, so you went with to the national, yeah? Yeah, it was last, last night. night. It was last night, and it worked out fine. It, yeah, you? it worked out fine. Basically, uh, I. So I look. I bought a ticket off Gumtree. I thought it was two tickets. It was one. Um, Tom Ballard was there when I found out. He was like, "I can get you on the door. I can get you an extra ticket." So then we had two tickets, but they were seated separately. It was allocated seating, and they're on separate sides of the venue. So I then thought, "Well, there's a bit of time. I'll get on Gumtree, and I'll be able to find two more. I'll have time to find two next to each other, and then I'll sell that extra one anyway." So I. Get I, uh, this guy gets on to me. He goes, "I've got four this much, or you know, you can have them separately." And I went, "Well, I'll just get two. He goes, "Sweet, I'm in sale. Can you drop the money off to me?" And I went, "No, I'm not driving up to sale to drop money off. Can I just do it over the net?" <laughs> and he goes, "I race greyhounds, and I have a TAB account that the trainer deposits the money into when they win. Here's my account number and my pin, so you can put the money into there." And I kind of think, 
this is a bit weird, but at the same time, it's kind of so weird that how would like I don't know how and why you, like it's so yeah. insanely elaborate that I just kind of went along with it. So I did it, and then uh, the next day I get an email from him saying, "Yep, here they are," and there's no attachment on the email. And then I write back and go, "Dude, there's nothing here." Another day goes by, yeah. um, uh, with, with nothing. Like, and this is like previous to this, I'd been emailing him and he'd write back 15 minutes later. Get to the end of that day, he writes back again, going, "Oh, sorry about that. Here they are again. No attachment." And I go, "Dude, what's going on?" That day, Ballard calls me and goes, hey, I can actually get you two tickets, so there's two on the door for you now. And I think, okay, cool. Um, but then this guy then writes back to me the next day and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Give me bank details and I'll give you back the money. And I'm like going, so what do you mean? There's no tickets? Like what's going on? Anyway, here's my bank account details and it's been three days and I haven't heard anything from him. So I'm starting to feel like I've gotten the old yeah, right. Rodney ripoff artist. I was about to try and make, make a funny joke there, but that's just a sad story. But it all worked out in the end. Like we, we just wanted oh, yeah, to use so Ballard's tickets. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. able to it's sell not, that extra one. You can still make jokes about it. It's just, yeah. ba- it's just Deslo being down a couple of hundred of bucks. The way I look at it is... We make good money doing this. The way I look at it is, you know, I paid for two tickets... They didn't come through, but then I got two yeah, tickets for free. So yeah. it, you know what I mean. It kind of just someone, like, someone got to bet on the greyhounds as well. So oh, yeah, win, win, win. You should have seen the, the lack of connection between greyhound racing and indie pop music. Yeah. Given know. the fact that is the, the what look in it's very hindsight is twenty twenty. What should have tipped me off was <laughs> the perhaps untrustworthy assumption of a man with the email address doggylover sixty nine dot com. In retrospect. Look, I can sit here now yeah, it's easy to do and now, looking back it? into the past and say, that's did no he, good. Did he open up the email by saying, we have fled from Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> we just we, need... We wanted to see the national, but how, now we yes. have to flee back to Nigeria. Yeah. Um, hey, here's something else. Uh, you would not be familiar with this, David, but... Uh, is it something? Has it, has it been on the show? Previous, yeah. yeah okay. Previous listeners of the show will know. in the modern world? It, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Therefore, Hit it's me. beyond your expertise. Blow my mind. Um, I, so I have been living with my cousin in, in a house in uh, North Carlton. I know what you mean. Yeah. And she's moved. She's moved out uh, about a week ago, and I'm now living with a couple. And this, this is oh. my... Yeah. Right. Keep going. Okay. This, <laughs> just thought you had more. No, um, no, no, no. I'm just uh, I'm awaiting what's happening. This, this marks my first experience living with people whom I don't previously know. Okay, un- right, right. Previous to them uh, moving in. And it's actually been – it's been fine so far. Um, she is from Sweden and her parents are out here. So if they're not at work, they've been doing stuff with the parents. I actually haven't seen – How long has it been? A week, less? It's been ju- – yeah, just over a week. So the first – I got back from New Year's Eve or last Sunday – and I came in and no one was home. And I thought, okay, cool. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to watch an episode of The Shield. Have you watched any of The Shield? No. You haven't? No. It's a cop show. It's it's great. It's quite intense and quite graphic when it wants to be and, and really quite dark. So I'm sitting down. I'm watching that. And it gets up to a point where there is a quite violent and graphic rape scene. Right. Mm. So I'm watching that, at which point new female housemate comes into the room to meet me for the first time, <laughs> does the introduction, hey, how was your New Year's, whilst in the background there's just this chick. Did you, did you have your pants on? Sc- yeah, just this chick screaming for think- her life, like really, really intense, like getting choked. And if you didn't know I'm watching a TV show, this would just look like it's fucking come out of my personal collection, you know. Yeah, so she, so she, we have this kind of awkward discussion of her going, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, it was New Year's, rah, rah. And then she's sort of kind of looking at the screen a bit weird and all I could think to say was just, 
geez, Sunday night TV's gone to the dogs, hasn't it? <laughs> and then she just kind of went, well, I want. And then, so anyway, that's, I kind of go, well, that's, that's good to get that kind of weird moment out of the way because that's, Surely that's an inevitability that yeah. you know yeah. something that, that someone's going to walk in on you watching rape on TV. Yeah, <laughs> that's, we all come to that point. Yeah. So anyway, doing it's, a it's, like, yeah. <laughs> So it's the next morning, and I'm in the shower, and she's accidentally walked in on me oh, <laughs> in really? the shower. An yeah. even more graphic, horrifying thing. Yeah, this is not even twelve hours after, and I'm like, oh, Monday morning TV's gone to the dogs. Oh, it's not the same. <laughs> um, yeah, trying to trying to make a little gag because it, I I feel like if you walk in on someone in 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 kind of some act like that, or if you've been discovered, like if someone walks in and you're having sex or whatever it may be, I kind of feel like you both know what's happened. Just take take it head on and just throw the gags out there about it. Yeah. But then that's one school of thought. Obviously, a lot of people feel the exact opposite. They didn't like, teach you that just, in Sweden. No. Yeah. So I was trying to make zingers about it, and she was clearly very uncomfortable about the whole thing. So then <laughs> well, you're probably making jokes about your dick, and she's like, "Let's forget the whole thing." <laughs> zingers in the news. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, no, no, don't me. don't go. I've got a few more jokes. <laughs> yeah. Just. Yeah. Hang on, I've got a bit of puppetry of the penis that I could try out on you. Look at this one. He's waving at you. Yeah, yeah. Let me just rewind what I was watching last night. I think it's the full effect. Well, that brings, us, uh, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Little Dum Dum Club. I want to thank David Quirk for joining us. Thank you. Uh, very quickly before we head off out of here, I just want to plug my debut stand-up comedy CD, yeah. Sonic Reach Around, is available now on iTunes. Uh, it's an hour-long gig that I recorded last year. And as a treat for Dum Dum fans, you can hear Carl Chandler in the background laughing when I stuff up a couple of at the wrong bit. Laughing at the wrong bits, which is good. Um, so check that out. The, uh, down the road. Yeah, the Order of Melbourne. Order of Melbourne yeah. Check that out. It's on iTunes. It's called Sonic Reach Around. Uh, pop I, that in. I did a gig before he recorded the CD, but that didn't make it on the CD. I was no. just, just chucking jokes guy. out there for no reason. Just uh, unrecorded. That, that gig doesn't exist for me anymore. No. Nah. a little dumb dumb. Mm. Yep. Anyway, folks, that's the end of another episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Tune in again next week, and we'll see you soon. See you, mates. See you, mates. Don't you remember? You was my lover, you was my friend.